0: listen to the black guy who tips podcast because rod and karen are hot
1: have you ever popped champagne on a plane while getting some brain whipped it out she said i've never seen snakes on a plane whether you broke a wrist you gotta have you gotta get this having money's not everything not having it is i was budgeted on trips but when I got my brake card back activated, I'm back to Vegas. Cause the good life, I always had a passion for flashing. Before I had it, I closed my eyes and imagined the good life. Better than the life I lived when I thought that I was going to go crazy. And now my grandma might, the only girl calling me baby. And if you're feeling me now, then put your hands up in the sky. Let me hear you say i'm good hey welcome to the blackout Test podcast your host rod and Karen. we're in the house on a wednesday last day of the week
2: yes sir no walking
1: dead to review just no. straight up podcasting yes sir uh you know how we do guys the blackout tips itunes stitcher search for us um leave us five star reviews we read them on the show uh the official weapon of the show is the taser the unofficial sport it's bullet ball a bullet ball extreme and today marks day 357 that Bobby Schmerder has been locked up, incarcerated with no trial. Just mm. Close to that, yeah. Can't even bail himself out. Company refused to do it for him. Can't even get the bail lowered. Right. What are we going to do, America? Is this the world you're going to live in? This podcast is also sponsored, it's triple sponsored today. Woo! This podcast is brought to you by Shadow Dog Productions. They got a new Christmas themed comedy audio play. It's called Chris Mouse. And features friends of the show Nicole, no Nick Jew, Thatcher, Dan Goodwin, Lisa Saint Odom and Chris Gaines. If you purchase or have purchased the new Blackout Tales album and leave a review on iTunes and let us know about it on their Twitter, which is at Shadow Dog Prod, we'll send you a free copy of Chris Mouse. It's hilarious, so don't miss out. <laughs> get yourself a free audio play guys that's the truth especially y'all who already bought the album Mm -hmm. and uh you know have enjoyed it left five star reviews and things of this nature
2: yes we had so much fun making that
1: this episode is also brought to you by bevel bevel is the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps check out getbevel.com today use code tbgwt to get 20 percent off of your first month at getbevel.com that's g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l dot com and then we also have a little bit of a sexier sponsor uh let me see how about this
2: the lover in you. Yes. Is this is this on your uh list of uh, make black women say our shit?
1: Uh not yet. <laughs>
2: I'll
1: put it on there now. Yay. Yes. Let me ask you a question. Are you getting enough? Well, I bet you love to get more, right? Well, AdamandEve.com wants to give you more with ten free gifts. Give you a sexy little surprise for her, a specially selected toy for him, and third, a little something that you both can enjoy, plus six full length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. So, what do you have to do to get your 10 free gifts? It's not hard. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. Could be adventure's new toy, sex piece of lingerie, anything you desire. <coughs> Just enter offer code TBGWT at checkout and you'll get 10 free gifts. Go check out adamandeve.com today. Select one item and get 10 free gifts, including free shipping. When you enter offer code TBGWT, that's TBGWT at adamandeve.com. right that's old school right there boy well you know i gotta kick it old school every once in a while for the people out there podcast land shout out to the old folks Mm -hmm. uh well let's see what's in the news today there's all kinds of news happening actually it's been kind of slow on the news front the last few weeks but uh it doesn't stop us from having shit to talk about right that the truth um apparently you can uh let me see what's the best way to start this one uh apparently the best part of being a cop in texas is uh killing people and not going to jail uh this according to a police officer who is returning to work uh even though he posted that on facebook oh 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 oh. yeah Mm -hmm. yeah officer daryl a carl uh that's two names from the walking dead was suspended for 30 days starting November 15th I love my job they said you want to kill people and not go to jail I said fuck yeah who don't they said you afraid of the jungle I said I ain't scared of shit I've been wanting to go jungle since watching the predator movie I love my job lol he wrote uh, according to department records he wrote that on August eleventh. it took him a while to find it he didn't get caught until August the 12th cause it's obvious it's stupid okay uh, the sapd uh-huh. chief william mcdap <laughs> man has told uh-huh. my com that carl claimed that he had he was repeating a sentiment he heard on youtube channel action figure therapy which provides uh-huh. videos about military and tactical humor jokes and comedy uh-huh. yeah well that's a smart thing to do uh-huh. you know what i mean like let's say that 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 is where you read it what about that makes you think and now i need to post something similar on my facebook page
2: and just uh, the race doesn't matter anybody that reads that go well you might shoot me like i didn't
1: even this isn't even in guess the race or fuck it with black people Mm -hmm. Uh, the
2: citizens period go okay you you just gonna carry a gun
1: and shoot people regardless to put that up to post that doesn't make a lot of sense said chief mcmanus no it certainly doesn't make the job any easier if people read that it doesn't garner any respect for the department to read that coming from one of our officers y'all yeah, wonder if he solemnly want to be like i just want to edit it and add black people then nobody will be mad uh, uh, brown people he also had made other facebook posts that reflected badly on his department following the suspension Carl added a message to the top of his facebook page the views and opinions expressed on my social media site are my personal views and not those of the san antonio police department the facebook page is now marked private and carl is expected to return to work next week i
2: know it is private
1: should probably should have been private in the first place right but uh, I'll tell you this much: I think he had to go because he was telling the truth.
2: Yes, yes,
1: that's why he really had to go. It was like actually, you can do that shit, and uh, we don't really want to advertise that, right? We don't, we don't want the government coming and investigating us because you want to be dumb. Uh, remember that total badass uh, from uh, from uh, the pharmacy scandal. The um guy who brought the drug and
2: like Jack the prices is Jack 25 the price t- up yes
1: yeah. well he's back in the news he is this can relates to another story we covered Wu Tang said they were gonna sell one album that was unique and it only would give it to one person there'll only be one copy of it
0: mm-hmm.
1: and this one person would be able to listen to it
0: mm-hmm
1: And if they sold it or made copies of it or anything, then they would violate the agreement and all this shit. Um, the person who got that album is that dude. That farmer, farmer, pharmacy dude. Wow. Farmer, bro. Big pharma. Yeah, um, he spent two million dollars on it. Wow. Mm hmm. Yeah. So, so he got
2: to collect this item.
1: Yeah, I don't know if this is part of his, uh, strategy to invest in it i don't know if it's supposed to increase in price or what but uh yeah he's he's got a 31 track album comes in a hand card box accompanied by a leather bound book with 174 pages of parchment paper filled with lyrics and background on the songs the music itself was expected to be spectacular all the surviving members of the wu-tang clan contributed to the once upon a time in shaolin uh album along with some special guests aside from the RZA and his co-producer and uh i don't know that dude Kilvarings. um he uh nobody had heard the entire record it was stored in a vault in the royal mansour Marrakech hotel in morocco and any duplicates had been destroyed
2: oh so he made duplicates
1: Mm-mm. oh was, they, they hadn't even sold this before they even sold it uh, there's only one copy okay they have received a five million dollar offer they they claim Fans speculate that the buyer might turn out to be Quentin Tarantino, Hollywood associate of RZA, or venture capitalist Ben Horowitz, who has written about his love of rap. Um, some Wu-Tang fans objected to the group's plan. Two of the groups that's grown on admirers started a Kickstarter campaign to buy Once Upon a Time in Shaolin to keep it out of plutocratic hands. Someone who has disposable millions is just another shiny toy for them, says Russell Meyer, one of the organizers, is most likely not going to be someone who appreciates mu- the music so uh then on november 24, paddle eight announced that the wu-tang clan had sold the album uh for a record figure in the millions the price had been agreed to in may but according to the press release the party spent months finalizing contracts and devising legal protections for a distinctive work whose value depends on its singularity but the group wouldn't reveal the buyer's name Riza said he wanted his privacy this was very much a mutual decision Riza insisted in the email there was only one wrinkle the buyer didn't care about his privacy he wanted to go public so that's when he told everybody that it's me
2: right and that, and for them they was like we don't mind doing this but we already getting problems and backlash and fans getting upset about this in the first place so yeah sign this paper and just be happy with it Yeah, and he's like nope fuck that I bought it and I want everybody to know I bought it I mean and I can understand his point, <coughs> but they was like, we don't want to deal with the Backlash of that.
1: Well, I guess uh, it's true, K. Cash does rule everything around them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Cream, get the money.
2: Yeah, and-, and Dollar, and dollar
1: bill, y'all. And
2: it's one of those things where, honestly, for anybody, be it a fan, it's like a collector's item. You get it, you go, yeah, I bought it. Some mm-hmm. people will. Some people will be like, I got it, but I'm not, I'll am not. i never say it. I guess it depends on the personality of the person.
1: I mean. If
2: they paid for it, I guess they have the right to come out and say whether or not they bought it.
1: Yeah. Uh, maybe they'll get the money to charity or something. Cause, uh, I don't know how else they're gonna. A lot of fans aren't gonna agree with this M-E-T-H-O-D of selling the album. Mm-mm. Uh, imagine winning an award from the president and then your pants fall down.
2: Oh. <laughs> <It's> the... <laughs> they <laughs> so so, got they built,
1: it's the biggest day of your life. you're on stage with the president. she gives you an award where the Japans go on the one hand super embarrassing on the other hand, what a picture. Unfortunately, for Ivan uh zavanir Kikak, uh who was receiving a human rights award from the Croatian president kolinda grabar Kitarovic, uh he had no hands at all there's no there's important lesson here. Always oh, wear clean underwear. Yeah, his, this dude got an award from the president mm-hmm. and as he's receiving his the award, his pants fall down. Uh-huh. Right when everyone's taking the picture of everything. Oh, and everybody looking down. Yeah. you can just see the president like And the people in the background are laughing at him. The president even looks down at his pants falling like, Wow, look at this dude. Uh shout out to her for keeping her composure, I would have lost it. And laughed that's why she's president and i'm not because i would have my black ass would have been up there cracking up like oh shit this is embarrassing for you and only you (laughs) and nobody else but you and man hands down pants down that's what i always like to say um see what else is going on uh there's a new reality show coming up um soon uh oxygen Mm -hmm. wednesday february 3rd it's called preachers of atlanta
2: didn't they have another preacher show today? Preacher's of Detroit?
1: Uh-oh. I don't know if it got canceled, though. I don't know. Yeah,
2: it never came out. I don't think it got. No,
1: nah, I, watched, I watched a couple episodes. Yeah. yeah
2: okay, I know.
1: I talked I'm, to Nick Jill about it.
2: That show did, but no, it's another preacher show that came out that, did, that didn't go through. And I thought it was this one, but apparently it's not.
1: This is called Preachers of Atlanta. I don't know about this fictional show you just made up.
2: I'm not making up a fictional show. It was a show that came out. And people got outraged where people were like laying hands and shit like that. And a lot of people at the church got mad about it.
1: Why did they get mad?
2: you know how church folks are they like no don't be going out and and, and, and <coughs> showing what we do in church yeah it got canceled i don't remember the name of it but uh this must be like in conjunction to to that when you had the preachers of la yeah this is conjunction. oh is that what
1: it was preachers of la got Castle or Preachers of LA is, is really- no,
2: no. Preachers of LA is probably the one that you and Nick Drew <clears throat> talked about, and this oh. is probably like a spinoff or a conjunction with that one. But it is another preacher. I forgot what channel it came on. I see if I can find it, but it's another preacher show that came out that I don't think ever aired.
1: Well, here's the preview for. God has said,
0: baby,
3: you're just right for today. I'm going to find a way to give God glory. I'm breaking out of hell. Watch me.
1: The devil And they got white people. I know. They got a white woman preacher too. That's what I'm talking about. Right. Hallelujah. I take it to the streets. I pass out cigarettes and, and condoms. I do all that. Oh, you know, she going to be the wild card. Of course.
2: Handing
1: out cigarettes and condoms. That's like telling people to smoke and fuck. No. Ha, ha, ha. I don't know. I don't know if uh, the rest of the church is going to be okay with that. Her other preacher friends probably going to have some drama behind that. Of course.
2: But at the end of the day, when God tells me to do something,
1: ah! I do it. I rap about God because that's the only way I can get you to listen. Oh, he, so he rapping about God? That's going to be a problem. You know, God don't like all that hippity-hop, Karen. <laughs> you think he cares? Uh, I think he must not care. I don't think he cares either. Uh, I, I mean, he, he must care though. Mm-mm. Other people think he cares. Mm-mm.
2: I, I don't think he cares. He's <clears> like, <throat> this... if the message is getting out there I don't care. Is this the same
1: guy that told a Planned Parenthood dude to shoot up everybody? I mean, I just want to know. No. Uh, how can we? How can we tell? Maybe he's telling different people different things. Mm-hmm. Good game. of Telephone going. And I won't stop till the end. I preach in tutus and high heels This is a church where you gotta participate Oh now see she don't even dress right She's dressing like uh, Aisha Curry's uh, The people that she hate, Tutus and high heels Go ahead <laughs> <on. coughs> She dressing like the non-classy ladies Aisha Curry hates And up and here preaching the Lord's word Now you know they ain't getting saved I preach better when I'm me I'll be- And you white y'all And she got a mohawk The voice
4: for the people you stepped on
3: Revolution is the only solution that's left
1: a white dude named judah that's about to preach this revolution good god i don't only save lives i'm in the business of saving souls hey is he a preacher and he's a, a police officer, mm-hmm. officer. maybe he a bell's bondsman or something i hope he's not a cop hey you he hate to be late with your ties in his congregation <laughs> i noticed she was a little late with them ties, and i also mm. noticed that that license tag was expired right last time I saw you using handcuffs life is more than just what you've experienced I couldn't imagine what it's like to have gone through what he went through in your past
3: my mom had to comply with whatever he wanted I couldn't help my mom
4: I'm
3: blown away
5: when I came out we did lose everything we've got Christians
4: hate gay people <coughs> as hard as it is I have to believe
1: this curse stops here. It stops. You're healing broken hearts. You're healing broken hearts. I just I love how positive this is, but you know it's not you know the show not gonna you know the show gonna be ratchet. Oh, it's gonna be drama and trauma. They I wanna see a preacher mental. reunion show where they be laying hands on each other but like not <laughs> opening talking about fist.
3: your new day welcome to your new out.
1: i am never and salvation is mine as long as you got a pulse god still has a plan for your life all right care you in which of Atlanta?
2: Mm-hmm. no why not mm-hmm. i just don't watch none of the none of those series
1: all right well karen's out guys uh so i guess it'll just be me and nick jew and reggie watching it mm-hmm. um, have a good time yep we're spilling the tea uh speaking of the Planned Parenthood dude who uh speaking of people that talk to God uh he was in court today and he admitted that he is guilty um now this is a bit surprising as it's not the actual trial for the what well, he did yet.
0: <laughs>
1: According to CBS reporter on the scene, Robert Deere, the man accused of killing at least three people and wounded nine others during an attack on the Colorado Playing Parenthood, uh, would very much like the public to know he is straight up guilty. <laughs> he also gave some last minute insight into why he allegedly killed a bunch of innocent strangers, apparently yelling, I am guilty, there will be no trial, I'm a warrior for the babies. So I guess him and Wu-Tang are for the kids. Apparently so.
2: We, we, we'll see how long this lasts when shit get real.
1: Um, I don't know. He reportedly told the police no more baby parts when he got caught.
2: I, I understand that. Yeah, this is pre-trial. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, uh, yeah, I understand all of that. But once somebody sits you down and start talking to you and shit like that, unless you're just fucking insane, it's mm. going to be like, mm not guilty. Mm, reason of insanity. Mm. So, mm-mm. we'll see. Like I said, we'll we'll see if if he just <coughs> belligerent to the end and like fucking throw him in jail. We'll yeah. see.
1: It is kind of weird that people are just like, you know, well he he says he did it, so he must be insane. Like I, our court system is weird because it's obvious he did it. He's saying he did it. There's evidence he did it, and then he goes, "I fucking did it. I'm 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 I did it." I meant to do it. I'm not a regretful of anything. And then people are like, yeah, you must be insane. There must be insanity, defense. So you know, he like, I'm, I'm he not, did it.
2: Right. I'm not, me personally is a whole nother story. But yeah, yeah, a lot of people say that shit, get caught on film, on tape and shit. And when they go to court, they are like, what do you plead? Nope, your honor, I didn't do that shit.
1: Yeah, I guess. I don't know, man.
2: I, people do that all the time.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, his lawyer's going to have a. Easy day in yep. court. Yes, they are. I mean, he going to take that L, but at least he won't be there for weeks. Uh, are you frozen? You're frozen on my screen. I don't know if you're frozen. I can see myself on my screen, but okay. I don't know. Can they see me? Am I frozen? You're moving on my screen, too.
2: Okay. You're just not moving on my I can refresh my bag.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's me. I asked the chat room. They'll tell us.
2: No problem. Go ahead.
1: Um, multiple gun rights groups, speaking of guns. We'll be joining together this weekend for a mock mass shooting at the University of Texas campus. Okay. I'll refresh. All right. It said you good, by the way. Uh, anyway, um, an event complete with cardboard guns, crisis actors, and fake blood. A reasonable person might be wondering, but as one of the protesters told states, Oh yeah. We might be wondering what the fuck did this accomplished? They said they love freedom and we're trying to make more freedom by staging a fake, a fake mass shooting to
2: scare motherfuckers that might be walking. No,
1: to love they love freedom and they want more freedom. care
2: that makes no fucking sense.
1: We gonna get more freedom.
2: That respect. more so you freedom gonna have people more freedom. Don't know what the hell you doing? Gonna call nine
1: one one on your ass to get free. Yes, we are gonna get more freedom that way. The crisis performance event itself will involve actors being shot with mock guns just over a week after the San Bernardino mass shooting that took fourteen lives you think this is
2: smart
1: it's a fake mass shooting we'll use fake blood he said he said the gun noises will be blared by horn by bull horns. other people will then play the role of rescuers also armed with cardboard weapons Asked if he was worried about the demonstration which will be preceded by a walkthrough austin uh with loaded weapons They're going to walk through Austin, Texas with loaded weapons Okay, Might appear in bad taste following the mass shooting In San Bernardino in Paris Short said not at all People were able to be murdered because no one was armed Fortunately Weapons are currently banned at University of Tennessee's, I mean University of Texas campus Or else someone probably would get shot this weekend So they won't even be able to have real guns They're going to walk through town with I guess real guns then on campus they're gonna switch to fake cardboard guns and do a fake mass shooting.
2: Yeah, guns should not be allowed on the college campus. They should should uh, should not be allowed unless you are an officer or like the uh kind of the campus police department. You shouldn't have a gun on campus, period. For the safety of all the students. People I've stayed on a campus. I don't want people having guns around me.
1: This is the same campus that had Charles Whitman uh murder a bunch of people uh in one of one of the i think it was the first mass campus murder in america in 1966 wow. so just no sense of fucking empathy irony nothing just we're gonna do a mock mass shooting because that's uh that seems like a reasonable thing to do right <sighs> what the fuck is wrong with this country mm-hmm. well you know what i know what's wrong with this country half of y'all motherfuckers want to vote for trump so what can i say right maybe i'm the one that's crazy
2: maybe
1: uh two-thirds of likely republican voters support trump's ban on muslims
2: i believe that that's yeah
1: believe obama's <clears throat> one this is what happened to your country to your, to your party and you, know, you just cater to these stupid motherfuckers anybody that says something racist about the president you can't wait to prop them up you got a fox news station that can't wait to fucking prop them up the irony of all this is that Donald Trump's the one person that Fox News can't even control right all the other candidates bought and paid for by fucking Fox News and Rupert Murdoch and here's the one motherfucker that's a wild card anyway um apparently 65 percent of likely Republican primary voters support Trump's xenophobic plan and only 22 percent oppose it that's according to a Bloomberg poll
2: Yep, and i believe
1: it yep uh russell simmons wrote a letter to his friend donald trump on his website globalgrind.com okay his friend donald trump um <laughs> i guess uh you know when he's not busy using them rush cards and that interest uh, from them payday oh, loans,
2: stealing nice.
1: people's money. Dear Donald, over thirty plus years, you have been an amazing friend, endorsing my books, coming to my shows, flying me on your planes, your helicopters, even allowing my family members and myself to stay in your house in Florida many times. So it kind of pains me to know that my public statements about your candidacy have strained or ruined our friendship. However, the fact is, what's at stake is bigger than us. Yeah, not <laughs> so funny. It's- it's not like Donald Trump just started being like this. Come on now. So you were kicking it with Donald Trump when he was wanting the president to show his show his uh long form birth certificate
0: mm-hmm. and saying
1: that the president was just a affirmative action uh person for uh for college and that he wanted to see his grade transcript. This is so it was cool as long as you were getting shit you're already a rich man so it was cool as long as you were getting flown on the planes and the helicopters and this is really the the thing that enables donald trump to be the piece of shit that he is right two people is that at the end of the day so many people worship money he just buys these motherfuckers mm-hmm. you know he's telling candidates to their face like yo i, I put money in, in your, your camp- pocket what right. are you gonna do i put money in your campaign and they're all being conciliatory to him because they're like he did and i took that money and i was at his functions and i took pictures with him i want to begin this tough criticism by reminding you that i am the chairman of the founder for ethnic uh understanding whose sole mission is to fight bigotry of all kinds our biggest that's the first time i heard him bring up that foundation anyway our biggest program as you know it is to get jews to fight islamophobia and muslims to fight anti-semitism we are operating in 40 plus countries including israel france germany and the united states where we have hundreds of twinning programs uh bringing together congregations of mosques and synagogues on a regular basis do you remember not too long ago when you made disparaging statements about the Muslim community and i put you on the phone with myself and rabbi shanier uh who and we had a meeting with the chairman of the islamic society of north america you were very gracious and you even came to the islamic cultural center on new york on 96th street at that time you walked into that house of worship and you felt all the love vibrating in that mosque try to remember how sweet and enlightened my good friend imam shamsi ali uh was and all of the people you met with
2: do they do do didn't understand he
1: don't give a fuck
2: he would go and show up because as far as he's any limelight is the limelight for him. So. Yeah. You know, well, back
1: then, you know, that was different. Now, it's, now it's now. Right. And now it just behooves him to be Islamophobic because it helps him out. Correct. My friend, both both Muslims and Jews are saying there are so many comparisons between your rap and Hitler's, and I cannot disagree with them, Donald. You can't possibly want your kids or your wife millennia. All of whom I know and respect to live with that. You are a born leader who is set possibly to possibly win the nomination of your party. But don't compromise what I know is in your heart to do it. You are a generous, kind man who has built a career on negotiating deals where everybody wins. Now you seem like a one-man wrecking ball willing to destroy our nation's foundation of freedom. Stop the bullshit. What? Stop fueling fires of hate. Don't feed into the rhetoric created by small-minded people. You're smarter. And certainly more loving than you let on. The Republicans in power don't like you any more than the Democrats in power, and they know you can't be controlled because you're your own man. And you have been many people's champ in the past, but you now but now you are becoming a major embarrassment. I know the cheap seats are easy to play to, but you can get them just by being the man I have known for nearly thirty years. Everybody's scared now. You talked all this shit before. Nobody was writing any open letters. Mm-mm. i'll pray that this truth will ring a bell and it will not only temper your rap but remind you of the man you used to be you're trying to be president of a country built on religious freedom remember that next time you discuss the beautiful flowers of is followers of islam i would also like to remind you one of my favorite quotes from the holy quran love all men of good look good books equally the minute you target one group or one religion or immigrants you have failed I wish you good luck on your path towards the White House, but as I'm sure you know, I believe citizens are polar opposites on many issues. I will be campaigning rigorously against you, uh, but if you win, I might still accept the invitation to your house to straighten you up every so often with love, Russell. <sighs> so if you do win, though, you know, just can I can I still go to your Miami crib? or I mean, No. Is that straight?
2: No. That, that open letter ended all of that.
1: Yeah. this dude um see what else happened um and the
2: only reason why you have fond
1: um go ahead i'm sorry
2: the only reason why he has fond love for him is because you benefited from him and also you know you didn't work for him you didn't you know live in any of his i don't know did he own i think didn't he own um like uh, golf clubs and golf course like golf courses i don't know if you own properties you know like yeah he owns properties uh, right so you don't have you've never worked for him so you know your view of him and and other people's views of him are completely different and Mm. you're not poor all jokes aside so for you for the average person they're not going to quote unquote see that side of him because he doesn't give a fuck about those people
1: yeah um Leah Remini Remini, uh, who you might know I think she was the wife on uh, Everybody Loves Raymond or whatever Mm -hmm. Uh, she came out with a book and in the book she made nine shocking Tom Cruise claims uh, about her Scientology and it was her tell all book Uh, she said number one allegedly one million dollar donation put Remini on Cruise's radar she gave a $1 million donation to Scientology, Church of Scientology And uh, that's how he uh, Decided to make this Friendship with her
2: Yeah I'm, I, I believe that because a lot of that is about Money yeah. a lot of times that's how you get Into a lot of you know elite Organizations and, and stuff like that Yeah, Even Christianity a lot of times People you know same thing you you pray for I mean pay for your way to heaven
1: Yeah she said uh, after this She was in uh, um, She gave that gift And then one day someone asked her to teach uh, Tom Cruise, her and her husband, to teach them how to salsa dance, and they just did. Um, So, uh, number two, allegedly she refused to play hide-and-seek with Cruise and Will Smith. Not hide-and-seek. Yeah, Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith and Tom Cruise all wanted to play a game of hide-and-seek in a 7,000-square-foot house uh, and almost three, four acres of secluded land. But she declined to play because she was wearing Jimmy Choo shoes. Uh She says, Cruz replied, well, good. So you're it then. They tagged her before running off the hide. Oh, Lord. I like big children. Allegedly, Cruz freaked out over cookie dough. He walked into the kitchen where a batch of prepackaged cookie dough had been prepared and was sitting on the counter, a perfect, uh perfect loaf ready for cutting and baking. She writes, "Crew, uh, Tom was looking for flour and other ingredients and must not have seen the cookie dough, and he instantly got angry. Guys, where's the cookie stuff?" He said, furrowing his brow. His assistants came running in, wanted to explain that it was right there on the nearby counter, but all of the, all but all one of them could say was, "Uh, Tom." they both grew more flustered and tom got angry god damn it tom seemed like a child who had never been told no get in the fucking present time is that what you need to do he then screamed at his assistant tom comes across with an almost presidential charm to the public but seeing him treat people that way was utterly shocking allegedly the church felt the child jumping incident was a good thing when tom cruise went on oprah and jumped on the couch yeah and that's, everybody thought is this guy crazy right that's that's when
2: a lot of people questioned it who may have not questioned it before
1: yeah uh so yeah she said uh they told him the guy's really happy and you should be happy too you should be happy for him similarly she writes that the church celebrated tom cruise today's show takedown of brooke shields with a massive presentation at the shrine auditorium where they bo- boasted that prescriptions for psycho- psychotropic drugs were down something like 500%, thanks to Tom and his recent comments. Uh, number five allegedly, Cruz wanted Jennifer Lopez and Mark Anthony at his wedding, even though they weren't friends. What?
2: <laughs>
1: so you just invite people to the wedding that don't. They don't even y'all not even friends just makes you look good come to the wedding why why not
2: oh, that's right
1: you're invited um yeah apparently um yeah he, he her remedy and her husband were good friends with mark anthony for years and then he began dating jennifer lopez and cruz noticed this so he asked, so i guess uh she says I uh, uh she was excited for them and cruz suggested that they invite anthony and Lopez uh to the wedding despite the facts that that the couple don't know anything about each other and never you know were more nothing more than passing acquaintances right he don't care yeah uh ale- allegedly the wedding of the century was used to get the scientology uh church uh attention i believe that tom and katie's wedding was now being regarded official as official church business she writes one fact that clued her in was the presence of, presence of brooke shields who Cruz had quite publicly feuded with after his today show appearance at the wedding the church is in a very calculated way uh would point to his photo or that photo to this photo or that photo and say posh and bex or jennifer lopez and mark anthony are associating themselves with this wedding and therefore with scientology it was a smart way of legitimizing the church to go to the public and an attempt to cover up from the bad PR for recent years. It also promoted the illusion of look how powerful Scientology is in this business. Damn. Uh, Many people are under the impression that there are tons of Scientologists in the film and television business and that we all help each other out. She writes, the real truth is that while the church would like you to believe it wields a tremendous amount of influence in Hollywood that is really not the case uh, I knew of one minor casting director who was a Scientologist but other than that, no real movers or shakers, as a matter of fact I think uh, I identified myself publicly as a Scientologist probably, and it probably hurt my career more than it helped as far as perception was concerned, damn uh, allegedly, Remini found Surrey Cruz crying on the bathroom floor that's uh, Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes' baby when i opened the door i found three women including tom's sister and his assistant standing over the baby who was lying on the tile floor rather than talking to her in a soothing voice they kept saying suri suri in a tone that sounded like they were telling an adult to get an adult to get her shit together Remini then (laughs) writes that she proceeds to chastise a woman what are you guys doing she's a baby pick her up before grabbing suri's bottle and heating it up in the kitchen i'm no mother of the year but even i knew she was probably hungry or tired uh allegedly isabella cruz had some damning words about her mother. On the way back to America following Cruz and Holmes' wedding, Remini found herself in the same airport shuttle as Isabella and Connor Cruz, the children Tom cruise and Nicole Kidman adopted together when they were married. Remini had long known the kids from their time at the Celebrity Center together, had recently gotten to know them better during those nights at the Cruz house, uh, but she rarely saw them without supervision or a church representative, so Remini sees the opportunity to ask a question she had long wondered. Do you see your mom? Not if I have a choice, Isabella said. Our mom is a fucking SP. SP is a suppressive person, uh, 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 so that's a church Scientology slang for people that speak out against the church, um, So and they, and they do make you like cut off contact with those people, even if they're family members. Uh, i saw it on this documentary uh it mm-hmm. came out on hbo it was crazy
2: yeah a lot of that's forms of cult like a lot of times if it's you know cult that they you know people this quote unquote gonna pull you away and, and even some uh christian churches can become cults a lot of times separate you from your family and your friends and shit like that
1: and the last one number nine uh nicole came and helped leah through some dark days once she decided to leave the church in 2013 she repeatedly thought of kidman to help her get through her tough times during this confusing early period i sometimes felt adrift uh but i had one figure i kept front and center in my mind to keep me going from from going crazy nicole kidman Kyle Cruz's ex was my guardian angel. Although I never met her or attempted to meet her, I thought about her a lot. While I stared at the dark ceiling at night, unable to sleep, I would say to myself, Remember Nicole Kidman. She was declared an SP and left the church, and she's doing okay. Her career's still going, and she has a husband and a family. Just remember Nicole Kidman. She left, and she's okay. Damn, that's some cold shit. You start focusing on success stories of people that left.
0: hmm.
1: Yikes. Well, yeah, um, apparently um nicole kidman uh was the one that got away and that's what inspired uh leah to get away seems like uh, a lot of her books gonna be about tom though mm-hmm. don't know if i want to get this book and i mean she's on the cover but how much of this is about well i guess the the book is surviving hollywood and scientology and then this must be like the selling point of some yeah, of it sure and it's hard to think about scientology without thinking about tom, tom cruise
2: right or and or will smith
1: yeah so that makes sense um church members vote to cast out pastor who banned a 103 year old uh member
0: oh
1: yeah he banned a 103 year old woman from uh a church in elberton and church members want to oust him Reverend Tim Maddox, church uh pastor of Mount Grove Baptist Church received national attention after he banned Ganora H. Biggs, who had attended the church for ninety two years. Police were called to the church last month when the centenarian uh ignored the pastor and showed out uh showed up for service despite being asked not to return. I say, Yeah, he was right, showed out. <laughs> on sunday members i don't think you can show out at 103 no 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 you yes. just show up <laughs> well somebody showed out on sunday members of the church who disagreed with his stewardship with the stewardship voted to fire him as pastor but he ignored that vote the church members who voted to fire Mad- maddox issued him a letter of termination and ordered him to remove his property from the church according to a report in the athens banner herald On Tuesday, he obtained restraining orders against the grandson of Biggs and a former church secretary. Uh, A hearing is scheduled October the 5th. Damn. Who does that? Did they say why? Well, you know, she knows what she did. You know what I mean? Not minding her damn business, probably can
2: just being old, did she not pay a ties and offering?
1: Probably. You know it's probably ties and offering related. Right. You know.
2: Only time That's they why talk, they
1: kick them all out.
2: Right. The only time they talk about you that old, if they're talking about you on the sick and shut in list, right? I know. He like, won't you just die yet, Lenora?
1: Right. Do they don't even just, name babies that anymore? No, won't just be sick and shut-in. Right. only people name their babies that now, Kanye West. Um... Yeah, I don't know. Let's see. They why did they kick her out?
0: Right, because it
2: do, it doesn't make any sense.
1: They revoked her membership. Because some churches do do that, like for ties and offering and shit. Said said she was no longer able to. She was no longer welcome for any reason whatsoever. Um, hmm. I don't know. It doesn't say. <coughs> we are Baptists, and that's what we want to stay she did uh she's uh but deacon glenn jackson called the situation a bunch of foolishness and said bigs longtime membership didn't mean don't mean nothing hey you can tell you some black folks but what the mm-hmm. fuck started this that's my question because
2: it just sounded like we jumped into like the middle of a feud that they had going on yeah it just said she'd
1: been banned from the church like was she in there showing out maybe uh, she was wrong
2: something happened and he was like you got to go grandma
1: yeah she joined the church when she was 11 years old wow they called him she went back and they called the police on her uh they called it a civil matter what did she do
2: coming in threatening everybody out on stand
1: I don't know man he is a holy sanctified minister or so he says we voted him in and we didn't know it until he was there we are baptists and that's what we want to stay uh the church will not comment on her removal <coughs>
2: Was she a former preacher or pastor or deacon, deaconess or something at some period of time? Like, did she hold some power there?
1: mm mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe she was the one problem. What about that? What if she was in there mad because they was changing their ways, you know? We actually okay with... Uh, we're actually okay with gay people here. No, y'all ain't. No. <laughs> she went trying to hear that. And I was like, you know what? She got to go. <laughs> let's call the damn cops. That's right. Call the police. Tell them it's me. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh. Let's see what else happened. Uh, a man threatened to shoot employees and burn a restaurant down over an incorrect order. That's right.
0: <laughs> you know how
1: mad you get when you receive the wrong order right a man in his 40s threatening to burn down a flint eatery oh flint what is michigan on this bitch so often now
0: <laughs> what is going on I up there i can't
1: tell you how
2: many times i done got the wrong shit and was like oh well come on detroit no nah, no nah, it's sometimes depending on the situation i might say something but i'm not gonna be nasty with now, nah, unless they're nasty with
1: me i'm not gonna be nasty with the people eating those phony conies um yeah burned out a flint eatery and shoot employees over missing eggs on his sandwich that does make you hot i said yeah, you, ham egg and cheese so you
2: couldn't just bought it back but i ate a dog can you just add some egg to this maybe
1: after i kill a couple folks and burn this bitch down <laughs> i get my eggs right <laughs> you won't make that mistake again banging on breakfast police called police were called at 9 a.m for a damaged property report, but when they arrived, they were told a man in his 40s had ordered food from a drive-through window. The man proceeded to come inside the restaurant, whose address and name are not included in the report, and yelled about a refund due to no eggs being placed on the sandwich sheet order ordered.
2: They okay, money
1: back. He then threatened to burn the building down and shoot everyone inside. At the time,
2: right, but cut to somebody
1: just. Enjoying a sandwich, like oh, I ain't got nothing to do with this.
2: Right, and in and, and the front lobby clearing out, but yeah, everybody needs a gun because if he had a gun, he probably shot everybody up in there.
1: He might have had a gun left in the car. Right, I would have closed it down. Piano like that dude in the juke joint in color purple.
2: Right, I'd have hit the first exit, whatever the closest exit. I'd have been out of it.
1: Time to go. He then threatened to burn it down. The man then allegedly keyed a car before leaving in an unspecified direction. Oh. Who I'd I mean a, did the car have the Waffle House logo on it? I mean right. I How mean, did you know which car to key? I
2: mean I mean hot damn I'm just in here for my hot cakes and my car got keyed.
1: There's no word if uh there's uh if he was in the arrest made or if he got his actual refund.
2: So what restaurant was it, McDonald's? They
1: don't tell you the restaurant. Probably was a Waffle House then. hmm. Yeah, I think it was uh I mean, come on. It's always Waffle House, isn't it? Always. Uh,
2: then it got drive through, but it's it's it's, it's they fault. The they, fact they, that
1: they kept going on in business, you know what I mean? Right.
2: It was a Waffle House.
1: You know, that's like what is this Tuesday? So yeah, it's burned down the restaurant day.
2: <laughs> Charlie,
1: you forgot the eggs, didn't you? Um. Let's see. Uh, what else do I want to do? Don't want to talk about that. Oh, here's one uh dining solo you guys go out to eat by yourself i do don't feel pathetic you're not alone i don't feel pathetic with your pathetic ass
2: uh, uh, go ahead and read it i but i have a lot to say about that right now oh
1: hell here we go guys mm-hmm. uh no need to feel like a loser next time you dine out alone you're actually in good company according to an analysis by king of online restaurant reservations open table, reservations for table of one have gone up sixty two percent over the past two years, meaning dining rooms are catering to more solo diners than ever. The analysis also revealed that Dallas uh experienced the strongest growth in reservations for one, followed by Miami, Denver, New York, Philadelphia, Las Vegas, and Chicago. See all the cool places, guys. While diners in America are enjoying a cultural acceptance of solo dining, that didn't exist in decades past clearly we don't need any more essays about why dining alone is great in other countries it's a bit different in china eating alone has long been considered taboo though that's beginning to change in japan solo diners are sometimes coddled so they don't feel bad with a tokyo restaurant banning couples on new york new year's eve so as to not make singles feel bad about ringing in the new year alone and another providing stuffed animals for companionship are you here by yourself Here's your daddy, man. Here you go. Yes, yeah, just, it's mm-hmm. going to be okay, boo-boo.
2: Okay, now I'm going is that the end of the article? Yeah, that's the end of the article. Okay, I have, I have, I have a few words I'd like to say about this. Don't put your motherfucking insecurities on me. That's what that is. A lot of people have insecurities about eating and dining alone. That's not my problem. That's your problem. I eat alone because I want to eat alone. I don't need a friend. I don't need a random conversation. I don't need you coming over there talking to me. I might want to read my book. I might have had a long day. I might want to get rid of my kids. I might need a break from everybody. And I just might want to be left fuck alone but people feel like the need of when they see you alone they're obligated to come and say something like you don't have any friends or you don't have any family or you don't got nobody that loves you that's not so I just might want me time I might have came in there with my comic book and was like you know what I'm just gonna eat my salad or whatever the fuck I'm eating to read my comic book and have a good day listen to a podcast and laugh all of a sudden you motherfucker come over there and you ruin my meal you ruin people's meals people don't consider that but you ruin people's meals Feels when they're eating alone and you just feel so obligated to come over there when i used to look at a restaurant i used to have coworkers talking about oh ain't they alone i was like no they might really want to be alone by themselves they really might not want to be bothered with nobody I, I just have a problem with people thinking automatically that you you're a loner or a loser or you need a friend <laughs> if you dine alone in fact i did that like yesterday day before yesterday and i had a wonderful time by myself
1: that's because you ain't got no man
2: and that's what people think, but you don't know me, you don't know me, you don't know nothing about my life.
1: I know you lonely.
2: That's what it looks like. You get lonely. Nope. You getting lonely. I'm not alone at all. And in fact, I'm telling the truth. In fact, a lot of times you make me mad by coming into my area and my zone because I didn't ask for your presence. But because you take your insecurities, you just feel this need that everybody needs somebody. Nope. Sometimes you need to free your mind, get be in a peaceful place, or sometimes guess what? You hungry, you ask everybody else, nobody else wants nothing to eat. So fuck it. I'm going to eat. Y'all ain't hungry, I am. I'm going to eat. You know, I, I I shouldn't have to rearrange my schedule or change what I want to do to try to accomplish. Because I used to do that when I was younger. You know, and if nobody wanted to eat, I be like, well, I guess I go home. No, nope, fuck it. If I want it, I'm gonna go eat it. I do not have time to be to to rearrange my schedule
1: for you. Um, I guess, but I mean, what would Aisha Curry think about this, Karen?
2: It don't matter.
1: I mean, just think about it, guys.
2: It don't matter what I have on.
1: What would Aisha Curry do? WWYACD. That's what I say. Um, alright, let's, uh, get into our segments. Uh, let's do some fucking with black people. Um, just fucking with those black people. Just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys it's time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game where we read articles from all over the world and we assign point totals from zero to 100 in intervals of 25 for how much we feel fucked with as black people today's contestants everybody everybody's fucking with black people uh officer thomas webster of the dover police department was finally indicted last may for kicking a man in the face with the, the, during the despicable act of police incompetence in August 2013. The attack was captured on dash camera on another officer's car, which showed the victim, Lateef Diggerson black, getting kicked in the face by Webster, right, as he was complying with the officer's orders. Dover Police Lieutenant Jason Pierce said the department chose to release the video immediately after the indictment to control the narrative after keeping it secret for nearly two years wow we released the video because the judge considered it no longer to be confidential we're a very transparent police department and we feel that we handled this situation properly he said in the attack dickerson was knocked out had his jaw broken despite never being guilty of committing any crime dickerson just happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time He was on his knees with his hands on the ground but Wester delivered the jaw-shattering kick leaving him unconscious the case was taken before a grand jury in 2014 but Wester was not indicted the case was reopened, however, when the Delaware Attorney General's Office took it before a second grand jury who charged him with assault. We believe the video demonstrates the need for large-scale reform of the Dover Police Department, specifically the improvements to the use of force and internal affairs practices and supervision of their officers. Yeah. For two years, think about it. They didn't even want the video out till the judge made them release it. This means for two years, nothing was going to be done to this man. The people of Dover have a right to know about this incident and deserve a dialogue with the law enforcement and how they can create a safe, equitable Dover community for all. Webster's defense during the trial was nothing short of laughable, yet somehow it worked. I wasn't intending to kick him in the head. I was intending to kick him in the body. That was his defense. He then claimed that he was in fear for his life because they were looking for an armed black man with a yellow shirt and their incompetence led them to an innocent unarmed black man with a yellow shirt i mean with a yellow hat not shirt well i was in fear for my life so i had to kick him an uh, innocent man in the face you took your dirty ass feet and
2: kicked this man in the head
1: this was i this obviously was a thoughtful verdict i hope we can all move on from this says james liguri Wester's lawyer he told reporters before hugging his clowning, uh, client uh, although the department hasn't made a public statement about whether or not Wester will be allowed back on the force, his acquittal essentially guarantees that he will. Of course. The federal civil rights lawsuit filed for Dickinson has been resolved, but no details are forthcoming from Richard Morrison, American Civil Liberties Union lawyer who spoke with the AP. The video below is hard to watch as it shows how armed agents of the state can brutally assault an innocent man. Well, I'm going to watch it. Fuck that. I got to see it. I hate this shit. Let me just skip to the part where he get hit. They always show, like, an extra two minutes on all these videos. I just, which is funny because you, <laughs> you saw so a patient with YouTube and shit. You end up skipping forward to, like, when are y'all going to brutalize this black man? Jesus, get it on with. It. <laughs> Take a man. Yep. Told him, get on the ground, came up behind him, kicked him immediately. That happened within... See, the video might be two minutes long, but the actual incident, five seconds. And you're getting kicked in the face, knocked the unconscious. Said he was trying to kick him in the body. Didn't like it to me. Kicked him dead in the face, knocked his hat off of everything. Broke his jaw, knocked him unconscious. But somehow, that's not a crime, and he's not indicted of anything. I mean, he's not uh convicted of anything and he's scot-free. And he's going to be back on the force policing your community which still has black people in it that might wear yellow hats. Sometimes it takes them killing a the person on video before they get kicked out the force. Mm-hmm. I didn't say go to jail. I didn't say go to prison just to get kicked out the force. And they probably won't. Just to resign. Just to be like, I resign my position. They got to kill a nigga. Think about it. How many of these police uh, incidents end up going to trial They can even when they get... Um, you know indicted even when they go to trial even when they get off or get a slap on the wrist end of the day that's the only thing that can make them be like i resign i did i'm not guilty but i resign
2: if anything uh if i was a taxpayer i'd be angry taxpayers spend billions of dollars all taxpayers spend billions of dollars for people getting their asses whooped and it's not all black people get beat that the police officers paying off we just happen to be a high percentage of them but it's other people getting their asses whooped and shot and beaten, shit and having these suits too that's getting settled
1: right this is one caught on video right well what happens if there's no video oh you know? then
2: there's nothing
1: what well, was his official story before this shit cat went to trial i bet you know what i mean you know it wasn't no it was uh he was coming for me i was in fear of my life what does that mean
2: yeah he was on what is a
1: reasonable fear of your life when all i'm doing is being black on a fucking evening
2: and he had his hands up he was on
1: the ground he was of no threat to them right just comply right right just comply and you'll be all right
3: Right.
2: oops
1: broke your face that's the cost of doing business uh anyway 100 for me Mm Mhm. oh man motherfucker uh, Michigan Republican ripped after suggesting that making black students white would fix school issues teachers and fellow lawmakers criticized Michigan Senators, uh, Michigan State Senator Marty Nollenberg after he allegedly inserted race into a discussion on troubled school districts within uh, the state WXYZ <laughs> TV reported Footage posted by the American Federation of Teachers shows Nullenberg saying during the state Senate committee meeting on Thursday, you mentioned these school districts failing, you mentioned economically disadvantaged and non-white populations are contributors to that. I know we can't fix that. We can't make an African-American white. That's just is that just it is what it is. nullenburg was speaking to the state school reform officer natasha baker who appeared at the hearing alongside karen mcphee and the education advisor to governor rick snyder the senator asked baker what could be done to prevent such schools from hurting their children technically if we do our job well we don't need to exist baker responded we should be working ourselves out of a job baker said her office is working to identify school districts that are improving and gather data to determine what the michigan model should be but Though Baker, who was black, did not take issue with Nulliver's comment at the time, State Representative Brian Banks slammed the statement. I was disgusted to hear any human, especially an elected official, who was responsible for creating policy to talk that way. It is clear you have some built-in racism. It is clear you are out of touch with reality. As an elected official, as one of your colleagues, you owe us an apology. David Decker, who leads the AFT's Michigan office, called Nolenberg's remark as racist a comment as anyone can make. But Nolenberg said his statement was based on his observation of demographics among struggling students. He denied citing race as a specific factor and pointed out that he has a black employee as his insurance company. And that means what? I can apologize to people who felt that way. My passion is for improving education make sure every single child gets a good education. We should not be half failing schools anywhere. Man, if you don't get the fuck, All right. what is that? I'm like, well, you know, uh, we can't. <laughs> We can't just turn the kids white. I mean, that's only you know that's you know, one solution.
2: You can't, but you don't. You sound like you really don't want to fix this problem. Well, if
1: they were white, they'd be doing better. That's what it is, Karen. Let's be honest. It's just just magically wave your wand. White kids do better. It doesn't matter what situation you put them in. No, white kids always are just magically DNA smarter than Mm-mm. black kids.
2: Nope, they got problems and issues with like any other group of people. Everybody had success over there, just like every other group of people they got their uh, dummies and idiots too like every other group of people
1: i'm gonna say uh 100 for me mm-hmm. all right so we got two 100s see what else we got here um uh how about uh nah that's too long i don't feel like reading all this shit mm, okay. um <laughs> black religious black religious leaders say they will not endorse insult and embarrassment Donald Trump this is a this is a development story so like this is on the 28th of November right
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: apparently Donald Trump uh, had released his campaign anyway had released a statement about anticipated endorsements from African American religious leaders um, that got out to the public and those pastors and stuff all said no 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 no, no. we did not, we do not endorse him. We, we're not even planning on meeting with him. Uh, he was gonna have a public meeting with them and basically get them to all kiss the ring. hmm.
0: Uh, thought it was gonna be
2: private.
1: Yeah. Uh, they were invited to attend. But well,
2: he's about uh, a show, so what did they expect?
1: yeah according to cnn the fallout has already started some of the religious leaders who said they were invited to attend have publicly stated they will not endorse trump and will refuse the invitation others have some flat-out negative things to say i was asked to meet with mr trump too but i refused because until he learns how to respect people you can't respect you can't represent me through my endorsement said bishop paul s morton Bishop Carletta Vaughn, senior pastor of the Holy Ghost Cathedral, said she was also invited but will refuse. Trump is an insult and embarrassment, but he represents the country we have become. She wrote on a Facebook page, zero experience flying the ticket of unbridled bigotry, sexism, racism, and everything that is wrong with America. Los Angeles-based uh, Bishop Clarence McClendon said he was invited but will not attend, attend. But he then pointed out that the meeting was not presented as an endorsement. Bishop McClendon was invited to attend Monday's meeting. His name was used as an invitee, but made no plans to attend the meeting and indeed will not be in attendance. He wrote on his Facebook page, Bishop McClendon was not made up, has not made up his mind for whom he will vote in the upcoming election and had previously determined that he would not make any decisions until after January 2016. In a scathing op-ed ebony, over a hundred over African-American academic and faith leaders urged colleagues not to endorse anti-black Trump uh so that was the first part Mm -hmm. but then he actually did have this meeting okay and it was private now right made it private okay and black pastors did go um yeah earlier today donald trump met with over a 100 black pastors in a private meeting after it came out that trump was falsely framing the event as a public endorsement even so Trump still sort of got the press conference he wanted, albeit with only about half a dozen pastors flanking him. And also, Omarosa was there.
2: Who's Omarosa?
1: From The Apprentice, black woman. I never watched that show. Oh, okay,
2: okay. I know know exactly who you're talking about.
1: Unsurprisingly, the meeting sounded deeply uncomfortable for everyone involved, as the pastor explained, concerning the issue of racial slurs and racial comments that he has made. It was addressed head on and we are walking away with the feeling that perhaps after more conversation we will be able to echo the tone of the top at the top as a voice to those who are lacking a voice. What? Way to talk around it. Um so what racial slurs were they specifically talking about? There are deep seated difficulties that certain communities have and we're going to address them and we're going to address them and certainly if I'm put in a position where I can do something about them, which in this case happens to be president, we're going to be working very, very closely with everyone and we're going to be solving a lot of problems. That was Donald Trump's answer. Mm-hmm. How did you address some of the concerns that were raised? I think we'll be addressing them over the coming months and even over the coming years.
2: Mm-hmm. he gave and donated to to all these churches
1: was the fact that it turned into a press conference a complete and total surprise we actually didn't think we were going to be having a press conference but it was such a good mean we thought we would do that we had many many endorsements coming out of that meeting uh here's uh some of it i believe
0: Chris Christie in a moment, but I want to take you live now to listen to some of those black pastors who met with Donald Trump today. Donald Trump speaking live here in New York. Let's listen in. To be
2: direct, but to have compassion as well. Concerning the issue of the racial slurs and the racial com, 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 com comments that he has made, um It was addressed head-on. It was addressed head-on, and we are walking away
1: with the um, feeling that perhaps after more conversation, we... That just sounds like such a cop-out.
2: Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. They're getting endorsed. They're getting money. Like, they're benefiting some way, shape, form, or fashion. Yeah. They they getting, you know, all of a sudden, the, the new doors, they've been talking about the congregation. They got air conditioning, you know, got a little bit of carpet in there got padded seats now ain't got to use Martin luther king fans like you're like you're benefiting some way shape form or fashion because the other day you know he told that girl about sh- uh coming up there and putting on the show and shucking and jiving for him and y'all doing the same thing
1: yeah um so <clears throat> yeah they they basically got up there and endorsed them because of this away
2: with the um, feeling that perhaps after more conversation, we will be able to echo the tone at the top as a voice to those that are lacking a voice. What reasons you. are you talking about? What
3: what reasons are you talking about? about? And listen, about. listen, Scott. We had a very productive, constructive meeting. We made history today yes. because we had meaningful dialogue with Mr. Donald Trump and uh, we voiced concerns that were sensitive to the African American community and we asked questions and the questions were answered where we're all satisfied with the answers and we're unified front right here. We had a wonderful time, wonderful dialogue, wonderful fellowship, wonderful interaction. It was a great day.
1: Sell out motherfuckers. Are you serious?
2: Yeah, yeah, and then you can have people running around and talking about uh this is how all black people feel and that's not so or brown people but you know and it's funny how when it comes to this uh are you going to do this for muslims that you've been insulting are you going to do this for hispanics that you've been insulting i mean i mean you know because it's not all about the black people you've insulted every shade of brown and these people matter too and their votes quote unquote matter too if you're going to win but it's just one of those things where um it's almost like w- in general uh we're all minorities uh just over the years, uh black people's uh, minority voice is the loudest sometimes out of minorities, but you have Hispanics that are growing and and they' actually are, their population is larger than ours, uh, but their voices are growing, and they're demanding that you hear them out, they're demanding that you don't insult them, you know that they're demanding that you don't deport them. You know, and the same thing with, you know, Muslims and shit. You just can't say this ignorant and dumb shit, and you can't tell me that there was no funds and money exchanged, be it through a bank account or under the table. Somebody got some money somewhere to do that.
1: Probably straight cash. Homie, yes. Right. I don't, I mean, that, uh, just, really? That's how easy it is to get y'all to, completely sell out all your values all yeah. your morals is that easy
2: and and, and i wonder uh because these are just the passages. i wonder what the congregation
1: right. i'm not trying to be
2: funny of these particular people think and when they go back to their flock is they flock gonna be like nigga fuck you
1: right um now also i believe it was on cnn let me see if i can find this video but jamal bryant referred to the um uh to the passes that met with him as uh prostitutes the 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 ones that met with uh, Donald Trump um let's see if I can find this hold on
5: Right now from the New Spirit Revival Center in Akron, Ohio, Pastor James Davis. He attended today's meeting with Donald Trump. And from the Empowerment Temple in Baltimore, Reverend Jamal Bryan, who did not attend the meeting. All right, good to have both of you with us. And I'm glad you're both here in person because this is this is a really important topic. Now, pastor Davis, Reverend. you have made a decision to, to endorse Donald
1: Trump, right? Well,
5: endorse in the sense of James Davis not as the pastor but as the individual because there is a fine line legally that pastors cannot. Uh, Endorse political candidates uh, with the the title pastor in front of it. But as James Davis, the man, I stand in support uh, of of Donald Trump. All right, so. God makes sure to take take the money first. So you were your community, your flock, will hear you say yes, this, right? So that's I understand correct. whatever the technical line may be. Sure. Why do you believe, though, that he is going to be good for the African-American community? I mean, We've just heard some of the things that he said and no. he did, of course, retweet that, that
0: what many believe to be a well, very I, th- I think much of what's going on
5: right now, I'll use even some of the uh, the words that the previous guest uh, in, in a segment that I just saw used that is schoolyard chatter. We're in a very serious time here in this country um, where our community is on fire, basically, and no one is talking about sending a fire truck. Uh, basically what's going on now is a bunch of rhetoric about uh, sound blurbs and, and uh, what the media is putting out with respect to painting a picture of Mr. Trump. And so in that case, uh, those of us that have enough sense and are intelligent enough, we can get mm-hmm. past some of these sound blips or retweets or whatever they are. And here, the substance, that was the point of the meeting. The meeting was never about endorsing. We made history today. We put a hundred, better than a hundred, black preachers in a room with a GOP candidate. That's never been done before. Did he listen? He absolutely listened to us. This wasn't the first time. This was our third meeting with him. Um, And and in previous times, we just didn't have the time to get into our issues. But as the more we...
1: So this is the third meeting. This is the first time y'all actually brought up any issues. So I guess y'all just meeting long enough to get that check before, huh? This time he's like, oh, I guess I should listen to y'all. since some of y'all, I heard some of y'all tweeted some things. What was that?
5: Got into the issues. We determined that it was necessary for us to come back. So you don't think he's a racist? I don't believe that. Uh, Again, I believe that uh, his ego and his gravitas is so big that he doesn't have to pander to anyone. And I don't believe that I was being pandered to or 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 is you know some say that we are uh, his token so to speak in order mm. to go out and grab votes for him that's not the case all right so reverend let me ask you you were invited yes. to the meeting you chose not to attend you and are here in new york today but you did, chose not to attend yes you just heard uh, pastor davis say he doesn't feel he was being pandered to he doesn't yes. feel donald trump's a racist
3: mm. yeah, think? i think that he's a pawn i think it's regrettable i'm here as a preacher and as a black man to say that i vehemently oppose the candidacy of somebody who has been uh, outlandishly offensive to every minority group in the country, uh, from the Latino community, African Americans, women physically challenged, and all the more, uh, Pastor James and Bishop Scott, who are the Bishop Scott, who was the chair of this meeting, come from Cleveland for a year. The Cleveland community has been in an outcry looking for justice for Tamir Rice, mm-hmm. and Donald Trump hasn 't spoken to any of that. Uh, We've not heard anything about mass incarceration, nothing about economic inequity, nothing about uh, militarization of police. And the reality is this meeting was pulled together because of a rally that took place in Alabama where a protester uh, from Black Lives Matter was roughed up and Donald Trump said to the press that he believed he deserved to be roughed up. Now, to that end, if you will not meet with black lives matter protesters let me find a hundred black preachers who are not civically and socially engaged who will in fact find the connection to the black lives matter right. protesters who are engaged with this conversation all right
1: yo this is straight up the truth and ether. right jesus
2: right he because it's one of those things where y'all come from
1: cleveland this dude hadn't addressed nothing coming out of that area he no he's addressed black lives matter by saying he would he will hit them. you know, come you on, know right like He's addressed it he's he's absolutely these he's right these pastors and this happens a lot with um Certain black pastors and shit—they're not socially or civilly connected. They don't mm-hmm. care about any of these movements or these kids in the street. Right. And then they wonder why attendance is down and why these kids don't care about their churches. It is a very difficult so yeah, If I could here. jump
5: in yeah. right there, because we're talking about Black Lives Matter. Yes. And and at the end of the day, that discussion doesn't need to be had on Fifth Avenue. That discussion needs to be had at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, underneath our current administration. All these things that are going on right now in our communities is because of the the people that are in charge right now, and not.
1: Now see that's wow, such a, such a cop out because you're saying you're talking to the next potential president, but you don't. Even, this isn't even a concern, right? This is this is all Obama's fault.
2: Not only that, so people shouldn't go out and, and, and demand justice in their own communities. Everybody should just look to Washington to make the change. Not just
1: that, but I'm saying in the context of this discussion he's deflecting it to you should be bringing that up with obama and that's it people have but then you're talking but listen in the context of this discussion okay you're talking to the next potential president yes you wouldn't ask him about your fucking concerns now like that's stupid come on on that's the whole fucking point of the meeting that was the point that doesn't make sense then Mm -hmm. why meet with him at all why even talk to him at all correct if that's the point that's the fucking dumbest thing i've heard in my life If any, I mean, not that the president doesn't do a lot because he does, but if anybody had any reason to not do shit, it would be the sitting president who's on his second term and on his way out. Mm -hmm. You would have the least amount of leverage against him, but a a candidate who's asking for your vote, why give up all your power before he even gets in office? Stupid. So the ones that
5: are coming down the pipeline uh, with, with respect to Black Lives Matter, with respect to our issues, all of these things
1: were addressed in this meeting. And, and it-, it was addressing the meeting, but Donald Trump has never said a word in public about it. Right. You guys just went outside and sucked his dick in front of the, the rest of the world, but you couldn't even get him to say Black Lives Matter in that meeting? You couldn't get him to say it outside the meeting? When the cameras are on, you went right back to shugging and jiving and fucking playing spoons for this man? Fuck out of my face.
5: If Dr. Bryant would let... See, I can't cut off someone because uh, of something they said. We're not going to... Always like what each each person says, mm-hmm. and what so I'm not throwing away. And so yes. even with Dr. Bryant, yes. Dr. Bryant has gone so far to go out on Twitter and call the people that were in that room prostitutes. And I'm well, wondering, he just called, let's just say right here at this table, you just and, called, yes, yeah, a, pawn. It's a pawn. He called me a pawn, he, and but he called like them a prostitute, prostitute. I, yes. and he said that we're using our pulpits as. As Poles. As, as poles. Yes. Okay. So I know, wonder like to give a retur- I'm wondering I'd like I'm to wonder give if a retur- the women in that room, the, yes. the women, female pastors in that room, yeah. appreciate being called prostitutes. And I'm wondering if their husbands, in, in fact, uh, agree okay. with being
3: called and, and prostitutes. I, 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 right I want right. to apologize because prostitutes get money. And the one- Oh! Oh!
0: Ooh. Shade! Right.
3: 100 that went in there walked away with nothing. They did it for free. So there's another word for that, and I would not use that language on the family channel. What I would suggest is that you couldn't find a hundred white pastors to do the endorsement, not a hundred rabbis, not a hundred imams. But you can find never about, whenever it, never it is, whenever it, it is that there's that was poverty, a wherever there's poverty, you can always find, was a, a, you can always find the a capitalist and, and the who will pastors. always exploit poor okay. people so, who are privileged just to be in the room. The, he's the glad, first time, the he's first glad time, to be in the no, room with what? no policy really? okay. and no yes. problems. All
1: right. So I'm, I'm like, yo, Jamal Bryant, that name sounds familiar.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Where do I know him from? because like part of me wanted to just like clap for him, you know what i mean
0: mm-hmm.
1: this is like an instant reaction when you hear somebody say some hot fire ether like that that you agree with right but i said i do this podcast called the blackout tips if i know your name it can't be good so i went and looked this up
3: every sister just elbow another sister say he should have listened every brother would you tap another brother and say i should have listened to her God help me. Old saints, y'all forgive me. But I got to tell you, these hoes ain't loyal. You got to find somebody. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, All
0: right, be seated, please. (laughs) Ha <laughs> get em these hoes ain't loyal
1: can't even have no black heroes no more these hoes ain't loyal in the motherfucking pulpit
2: what's the context of everything else around
1: that I looked at the lord and I said I ain't got no type bad bitches is the only kind I like <laughs> can I get a witness yes you can don't you open up that window don't you let out that antidote popping pills is all we know (laughs) where in the hills is all we know Mm -hmm. (laughs) but they ain't
0: loyal so what are we talking
1: about (laughs) but when that hotline bling (laughs) that can only mean one thing that's right oh my god fuck out of here a lot of y'all walking around like you got a trap king you need to get a trap queen that's what the problem is you need to stop
0: <laughs> 100 all that
1: to go back to just a hundred
0: just <laughs> a
1: circle of black losingness. right all right
0: there so i don't fuck with church
1: can't even root that's for none hilarious of them. these hoes ain't loyal can't even root for none of them <sighs> let me look to your neighbor and say neighbor these hoes ain't loyal that's right <laughs> now turn to your other neighbor and say neighbor <laughs> Bitches ain't shit, but hoes ain't tricks. Yes! Slop on the knob and suck the dick. Of course, of course. Um, alright, we only have time for either guest erase or, uh, or ball alert. What you want to do, Karen? Let's do guest erase. Alright. The lady has spoken. Uh, now that. It's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guest the race time. Now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guest the race time. up. That's right, it's time for guess the race. The number one game show going all across podcast land. We read and play news articles from all over the globe, and we ask our contestant today, the chat room, to guess the race and the chat room is racist all right and today's guest the race is brought to you by bevel Mm -hmm. bevel is the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps uh listen it's almost christmas time guys Mm -hmm. and you can tell because matt ryan's playing terrible tony romo is injured And the Cowboys are about to be out of the playoffs. So you need to hurry up and go to getbevel.com and get your order in. Okay? A lot of y'all parents is Cowboy fans and shit. They're not going to have a good Christmas. But if they get a nice, thoughtful present, maybe they will have a good Christmas because they'll say, at least I got Bevel. Bevel will never let me down. When Bevel has a close shave, I always win. Uh, my face comes out on top. And that's what it's all about, guys. So help the people in your life that are typically losers at this time of year get some winning going on. You know, the black people live in Atlanta and root for the Falcons to go through this shit every year. Help them at least look smooth. <laughs> Even if their quarterback looks crunchy. Oh. So go to getbevel.com g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l dot com and use code t-b-g-w-t and get 20% off of your first month at getbevel.com that's g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l dot com code t-b-g-w-t thank yourself and treat your treat yourself treat your your family treat your friends all right let's go to the guest uh two men were doused with gasoline and set on fire and another man was charged Two men are in critical condition Saturday after a co-worker doused them with gasoline and set them on fire, according to Baltimore County Police. Oh. Yep. The incident started as a, as a workplace dispute. Friends said uh it was supposed to be settled with a fist fight, but the confrontation took a violent turn. Well, if it was a fist fight, how could it be a violent turn? Seems like it's just a turn. Fist fighting is violent already. More like a direct path. (laughs) Like a violent, maybe like a violent uh, acceleration, maybe? (laughs) Speaking of acceleration, uh, gasoline was used as an accelerant. You okay with that? Yeah, I was about to choke. But it's cold, man. I'm fighting it, guys. Fighting it for y'all because I love y'all. But Lord knows. Woo! Mm mm mm. Uh, We were.
4: Police tell us that 28-year-old Christopher Harrison Jr. has been arrested and charged with attempted first-degree murder, first-and-second-degree assault, and reckless endangerment. And according to court documents, he has faced these same similar charges before, including oh. threatening people with fire. Well, this is definitely a workplace disagreement gone too far.
0: Look okay, at him, they're all fired.
4: Witnesses and police describe it as a horrific scene. Just before 5 p.m. Friday, police say four co-workers walked to a gas station when the car belonging to Christopher Harrison Jr. ran out of gas. When they all got back to the two cars, an argument broke out, and Harrison poured gasoline on one of the victims and set him on fire. A second co-worker got splashed and caught on fire as well. The whole thing caught on a number of cell phones. Co-workers and friends say Harrison and the initial victim victim had an ongoing beef which escalated that night
0: they kept pushing him and pushing him saying that they wanted to fight him they had agreed um to settle it um there was nothing besides that was
2: said uh even leading up to the altercation they both took their shirts off
0: and they they appeared like they were going to fight
4: According to court documents, not only does Harrison have an extensive criminal record, but this apparently isn't the first time he's been associated with fire and crime. Back in 2011, he faced charges of first and second-degree assault and threat of arson. Prosecutors dropped those charges a year later. Some charges that stuck? A domestic restraining order filed against Harrison last month. In July of 2013, guilty of destruction of property. March 2012, guilty of second-degree assault. March 2011, fraud. June 2008, theft. And in June of 2007, another guilty verdict for second-degree assault. Police say in this case, the first victim has burns to 60% of his body. The second victim, 90%. Friends have set up a GoFundMe page to help pay for medical bills. One of the victim's sisters posted a short message saying, in part, he'll be going through many surgeries for the next three months. He still can't talk, but he listens. Should have listened that night. Now, Harrison had a bail review today. He was held without bond and has a preliminary hearing scheduled for December 30th. If you'd like more information on that GoFundMe page, we provided some information on our website, WBAL-TV.
1: All right, guess the race of Christopher Harrison, Jr. Uh, I don't know if he's going to have that job anymore. He probably just got fired. Mm-hmm. That's what happened when you get gassed up, Karen. <laughs> you think he was posting with that flame emoji afterwards
2: I bet he was mm-hmm. no, I don't think they
1: got a gasoline emoji got burned
0: <laughs>
1: think that's his favorite song Usher let it burn Oh. Mm-hmm. uh <laughs> Aww. well I guess his co-workers were Liar Liars
2: ah, pants on fire literally <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right we <laughs> guess in the chat room the good lord is the only father in his life only porch monkeys seek to settle disagreements with violence not one of those cell phones recorded the incident in landscape view all black Mistook his coworker for a cross white Aww. didn't get his ass beat for playing with matches when he was a kid white the correct answer is and you guys are divided but the correct answer is actually black mm-hmm. Some of you missed it. Man, lit his ass up. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, all right, uh, let's go to the bonus rounds. Double the points and the race. Double the, double the points and the race. And that's right. It's double the points, double the race, in the bonus round against the race. So far, everybody's all over the place. Let's see if they can win it out by get doubling up. Bump, it bump, 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 bump. An Alabama man has been charged with terrorism after threatening to kill everyone in the doctor's office. Oh, everybody on everything I love, dog. Everybody getting some of these. Come back, with my gun. Shoot up everybody. Saying he picked a bad time to make threats against a medical facility. Police in Alabama arrested a man who threatened to kill everyone who worked in his doctor's office on Thursday, as panicky staffers locked the door. Call nine one one. Of course. I be laying box. A 44-year-old man from Helena is being held on $200,000 bond after being charged with two counts of making terrorist threats against the state prior to showing up and demanding his medical records. With all that is going on in our country, he could not have picked the worst time to pull such a stupid stunt, said the uh, Jefferson County Sheriff. Yeah, because we had that Planned Parenthood get shot up. Right, so you talking about you do not sure that people really going to believe you. According to authorities, the doctors banished Box from his practice on Tuesday after he threatened to kill the staffers. On Wednesday, Box called the and left a message demanding his medical records, warning the staff that they needed to call him back while reminding them of the threat he had made. According to Christian... Uh, staffers explained to him that they didn't have his records in the office. Thursday, Box walked into the office, demanded his records while standing at the counter with his hands behind his back. Fearing for their lives, staffers locked the entry door to the treatment area and retreated to the rear of the building where they called 911. Police responded to the emergency call, found Box still standing at the front counter where he was taken into custody. Box's arrest comes on the hills of the san bernardino shooting they claimed 14 lives in the planned parenthood shooting where three including a police officer were shot and killed uh he was extremely lucky he didn't get himself killed christian explained i hope he isn't in his right mind if he is in his right mind he will we will put him in the mix for just for the i'm just an idiot trophy all right guys guess the race of mr bobby lynn box uh took the news that he had erectile dysfunction pretty hard white says lex uh, shoot up everybody in the office uh they're lucky he didn't come in after the alabama alabama lost roll damn tie white Aww. yeah uh well that's like all the guests were getting this is a little slow in the chat uh but for all y'all that are scared the guests he lived white cops died and he's still alive white the correct answer is white mhm oops turn the volume back up <laughs> he's very white too mhm you like yeah uh anyway like he like to be a politician or something like i was expecting to see like crazy eyes white but
0: mm-hmm.
1: like a normal ass white dude all right last thing we gotta talk about this sore ratness this before we get the hell out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and boom goes dynamite uh let's see how about this one um a carry man has been sentenced for fatally stabbing a dog with a sword oh carry north carolina uh i don't know what state this is oh yeah
2: yeah. raleigh yeah
1: okay yep carry north carolina we back on the map Mm y'all let's go north carolina come (laughs) on and raise up Mm -mm. take your shirt off spin your sword around your head and stab a dog (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Something like that, right? No. Is that what Petey was talking about? No. <laughs> stab it like a helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> Helicopters don't stab. A man accused of stabbing a dog to death with a samurai sword and carry pleaded guilty in court Friday. After oh.
4: being number one for 13 years.
5: Oh, shit. The
1: competition- <gasps> Finally, the car commercial we all wanted on the black guy who tips. Of course. I was just trying to get the news article to play. And I was going to have to stall an extra 30 seconds to get people to talk about Toyota's. An
5: emotional morning inside a Wake County courtroom <coughs> as a man pleads guilty to killing his dog with a sword. Many people inside the courtroom started crying as the 911 call was played and the dog could be heard wailing. Gloria Rodriguez is live at the Wake County Justice Center with this case that's touched a lot of animal lovers around the country. Gloria?
0: It touched many animal lovers and many of them were in court today. Douglas Hagler entered an Alford plea, and that means that he admitted, excuse me, he pleaded guilty without admitting guilt, and his 100-day sentence starts today. Douglas Hagler pleaded guilty to killing his Siberian husky, Koda, with a sword. Hagler's attorney said the dog had attacked people. He also said Hagler suffered from alcoholism and couldn't control his emotions. Judge Graham Shirley said that was concerning and sentenced Hagler to 100 days in jail and five years of probation. Several people in the courtroom sobbed as a 911 call played reporting the stabbing. Members of the Justice for Coda organization, started because of this case, were in attendance. I guess have mixed thoughts. I think we were looking for a little more jail time, um, but overall, I think the longer probation time um, is a is a better fit for this type of thing because it keeps the community safe. It sends a strong message. Um, In the end, I think Doug was treated more fairly than Coda.
4: I think um, Judge Shirley was very careful um, and did um, the best he could to punish the act and also to protect the community going forward from Mr. Hagler owning an animal again and being in a situation where he could um, uh, have another violent outburst.
0: The judge says that Hagler needs as much supervision as possible. The sentences include that he have a alcohol monitoring device for two years of his probation. He must also not own a dog, live with one, or initiate contact with a dog. Live in Raleigh, Gloria Rodriguez, ABC 11, Eyewitness News.
1: How's he going to get dates now? Um, all right, guys. We'll be back Saturday with our feedback show. Men are stabbing their best friend, even if it's a dog. So if you have a sword be careful guys Mm -hmm. all right uh and we'll be back saturday feedback stuff and uh balls deep friday you guys know the routine at this point uh until then i love you i love you too